entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders. That's you, by the way, so you can inspire others. My guest with me today is my friend, John David Mann. Hi, John David Mann. How are you, sir? Good day. I'm excellent. So nice to be here again. Oh, it is great to have you back. We're going to be talking about uh, a book that John has written, and I understand it's his 30th book. It's called The Latte Factor, Why You Don't Have to Be Rich to Live Rich. Let me introduce John David Mann. He rose to international prominence with his award-winning parable, The Go-Giver, which is co-authored with Bob Berg, which has sold nearly a million copies in two dozen languages and has been hailed as, quote, one of the most important parables about business and life of our time. And that quote was from Adam Grant, who was the author of Give and Take. And it's praised by the likes of Ariana Huffington, Seth Godin, and Glenn Beck. And as I already mentioned, The Latte Factor is John David's man 30th book. Holy mackerel, you've been working hard for the last few years, John. <laughs> well, I have been, uh, I've been pretty head down on these, these little puppies. I, yes, it's, it's yeah. a pleasure. It keeps being a pleasure. Yeah, we, we, we communicate back and forth, and you're very disciplined in your writing. So... Uh, the Latte Factor, it's written by David Bach and John David Mann. So tell me about uh, David Bach, and how did you guys get together to write this book? Uh, David Bach, um, I mean, it, I, I've talked with a lot of folks about my books written with Bob Berg, and my, my partnership with Bob has been one of the great blessings of my life. I like to say Bob Berg ruined my career because I was <laughs> on the way to be a <laughs> Hollywood screenwriter when Bob corralled me into writing The Go-Giver with him, and it's, of course, has changed the vector of my life. Um, and Bob is, the, like, the perfect business partner. Uh, I just have been so enjoyed and continue to my relationship with him. And every now and then, someone else comes into my life who's kind of like that. David Bach is like that. David Bach has been a phenomenal partner. But here's how it started. Um, when Bob Berg and I wrote The Go-Giver back in the mid-2000s, this is like 2006 we were actually writing. It didn't come out until the end of 2007. At that point, David Bach was already a superstar. He, he had written the, the Automatic Millionaire, which he sure. premiered alive on the Oprah show in front of like millions of people. And that thing went to number one on the New York Times bestseller list, and it stayed there on, on the Times list for like 37 weeks or something. And he'd written Smart Women Finish Rich and, and Start Late Finish Rich and Smart Couples Finish Rich. And the guy was, like I said, a rock star. And, and I was just nobody. I was like the, <laughs> the, the, the janitor of book sales. So it was like he was Elvis and I was like an earthworm. Okay, that's, that's kind of the, <laughs> that's All right. kind of the scale. All right. I have the, con the context here. So uh, 
I had interviewed David for a magazine I'd written for, a business magazine, and I, I really liked him. When I first interviewed this before The Go-Giver, I had written uh, an article, uh, interview with him, and I had approached that thinking, yeah, he's going to be like a savings guy. He's going to talk about 401ks, and it's not going to be very exciting, but here it goes. And so I got on the phone with him, and he kind of blew me away because, yes, he was talking about dollars and cents and savings and 401ks and things, but what he was really talking about was things like your life mission, your life purpose. And at the end of our interview, he said, I'll never forget these words. This is like 20 years ago. He said, you know, uh, I believe that every one of us was put on this earth for a distinct and unique purpose to do something that nobody else can do. And that most of us aren't doing it because we're too busy um, leasing and loaning our lives. My mission is to help millions of people own their lives so they can do what they were put here to do. And, you know, a couple of years later, those words are still echoing in my mind. Wow. And Bob and I, isn't that wonderful? I just wow. thought, who is this guy? Yeah. So I, I approached David uh, along with everybody else I knew who was an author for endorsements for The Go-Giver when that book came out. And David gave us this amazing endorsement that ended up in the front cover of, of the original edition. And that's how our friendship started. And uh, he was a big champion of The Go-Giver. He loved the book. Sure. And he approached me that first year and said, listen, I want to write a book about the latte factor, but, but not like my other books, like your book, like The Goalgiver, like a parable. I want to do that. Would you be interested? And of course, I said, I'll check my calendar. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, I said, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, call me, I'm in. I'm in. So, uh, so how many years ago was that? How many years ago was that, John? 11 freaking years. What took so long, like, man? You're a smart guy. What took so long? <laughs> I got lost on the way to the subway. Now, what happened was uh, it was a perfect storm of unhappy circumstance. Um, the first thing was the uh, his publishers didn't like the idea. His publishers like, eh, you know, parables don't sell, which, of course, is ridiculously not, not the case. But he couldn't get his publisher interested in, in the book. Uh, and then... The, the economy collapsed. This is like late 2008. Right, right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, David had a whole lot of, of brand new stuff to do. He, I think he wrote a book called Fight for Your Money, and he, he, uh, he changed his whole agenda in the sense of addressing the economic climate of that time. And I got very busy with other books, and you know, our, our lives just went on. And so there, he had this pivotal event in 2015 that served to get the thing back on track which was he went out to dinner with Paolo Coelho, who's mm. the author of The Alchemist. Mm. The Al one of the world's favorite books. is like The Alchemist seems to be on everybody's, one of my top favorite books lists. Mm -hmm. um, so the legendary author of The Alchemist, uh, David had helped him to promote a new book in the U.S., and they went out to dinner, just the two of them, and drank well into the wee hours. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and as they were, I don't know if there were tequila shots or beers or wine or what it was, but they were going back and forth and, and, uh, Paolo said, tell me what you're doing. And, uh, David said, I love you, man. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> uh, David told him, you know, here's my book and this book, but what I really want to do, Paolo, is I'd really like to write a story like your books, uh, about this latte factor idea, but I, my publisher just isn't interested in it. And Paolo fixed him with a glare and said, David, you must do it. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of those, one of those times where 
maybe something you've heard for years, but when the right person at the right time says mm-hmm. it, you suddenly get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got it. Yeah, when the student is ready or when the audience is ready or, or yeah. whatever, whatever words you want to use. And, and so let connected you guys that led to what did he immediately contact you did you find a new publisher what happened he contacted me and said hey listen you still want to do that i said are you kidding now this is me like 25 28 books later and i said yeah um i'm in (laughs) i'm in right i'm in i'm still in i'm still in and (laughs) you know marty i had this germ of a story because back in 2008 i kind of started writing it in my head and I had sort of the setup of the story, and, and it was still sitting there. This this woman was twenty eight year old woman was still waiting for her story to unfold in my head, and it's like ah, oh, I was so wow. thrilled at the idea of getting to finally write this story. Wow! Um, and I felt like I'd learned a lot in the in the ten years intervening. So uh, he said, let's just instead of doing what, what we normally do, it, the normal process with a book for David certainly, and for a lot of my books is. You write a proposal, you write a sample chapter, maybe an outline, you shop for publishers, somebody likes it, you you, uh, you decide on maybe they, they multiples bid for it, you end up making a deal, they pay you in advance, and then you write the book. And David said, let's not do any of that. Let's just write the book. Mm. Let's just write it. Mm. And then we'll go find it. We'll go find a publisher. Mm. And I said, and what two words did I say? I, I assume. Okay. <laughs> I said, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, or okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. So we did, we wrote the book. Um, and David was very involved in the writing more, more so than, than most writers I've written or co-authors I've written with. He was, he was fantastic. He was very hands-on. He contributed a ton of ideas to the story. Um, and we had a blast doing it. Um, and we, you know, we had a, a bunch of publishers who all said, God, we, you know, I want this. And we, interesting one, we had, we got a great partner. I have loved working with them. And finally, after more than a decade in the making, here it is. Here it is. It is called The Latte Factor. Subtitle is Why You Don't Have to Be Rich to Live Rich. David Bach and John David Mann. And you can find more about John David Mann by going to johndavidmann.com. johndavidmann.com. You know I'm a fan of yours. I've read several of your books. I follow you. I pay attention to what you say. So here's my question. I see a lot Uh-oh. of I see a lot of John <laughs> David Mann in this book. So so tell me uh, kind of tell me what uh, what's in here about John David Mann or from, and what's in here about David Bach? Like I could see, you know, I could I could picture you writing this book. So, how to talk to me about that? You know, and it's so funny because I, I appreciate that, and and it's it's interesting you say that because I can point you to dozens of people that I've I've exchanged with in, in uh, David's Facebook group who will say they could see David Bach writing this book. It's interesting. That's the goal. That's the goal. Sure. Sure. And for me, you know, the go-giver books are absolutely that way too. I mean, people who know me really well say, Oh yeah, right. You wrote that. People who know Bob Berg really well say, Oh my God, it's Bob Berg all over. It's, you know what it's a lot like, and kind of a weird analogy, but it's a lot like parents and a kid. It's like, you see the DNA of both parents in there. And that's, for me, that's the goal. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You see the DNA of both of you in it. 
Yeah. Wow. I love that analogy. So let's talk so, more about the book, if you if you don't mind. Let's let's talk more about it. There's a couple of main. Well, there's a lot of characters in it. Um, talk to me about the uh, maybe the key characters in it, and kind of it's also based on some three financial secrets. One of which really doesn't seem to have much about the three secrets of financial success. So talk to me about the main characters first. Okay. All right. Good deal. So there are two principal characters. The, the hero of the book, if you will, is, is uh, Zoe, Zoe Daniels. Zoe is a 28-year-old woman, professional woman living and working in New York City. She actually lives in Brooklyn. Um, and and she, her, her situation, I mean, Marty, you're not a 20-year-old woman. Neither am I. Uh, neither are, I'm sure, many of our listeners. But everybody can relate to Zoe in, in some way, yep. to some extent. Yep. Zoe's situation is she's got a decent job, uh, but and it pays not bad, although probably not as much as a lot of her her readers think. She works for a magazine, but um, she struggles. She's got student loans. Uh, student the student loan debt is crushing. She's got a credit card debt that's crushing. She can barely make her rent, and so it's a struggle. She brings work home every weekend and every night, and she's tempted by a higher paying job uptown that she kind of thinks is going to be a little bit of a soul crusher, but it would pay the bills a lot more easily. And mm-hmm. so she's, she's just in the struggle in the middle of it all. She's got this feeling, the pit of her stomach that she can't quite put in words, but if she could, it would sound something like what happened to my life? Where's, where's the living part? You know, it's like, when do I get to be Zoe and not just trying to set up Zoe's infrastructure? Mm. Um, so that's, that's the deal. It's probably financial. The book is about, you know, it's, it's about financial mechanisms to, to create freedom. But what it's really about is it's buying the freedom to live your dreams. And not your dreams as in what you'll do when you're 70 or 65 or 62 and a half, whatever that might be. But your dreams like that you could start this year, this month. Yes. Uh, you know, your, your, your ideal life. How do you start to live your ideal life in realistic circumstances? So she doesn't, of course, believe that's possible until she bumps into the second main character, who is the mentor in the story, is a guy named Henry, who is David Bach disguised as an elderly gentleman. Got it. Okay, got it. Okay, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> that's really good. I love that. That's great. Well, you already answered the, the question I was going to ask. Who's the book for? In my mind, it's ah. uh, you know, it's for everybody. Quite frankly, I'm I'm older. I won't say how old, uh, but I'm telling you, the lessons were absolutely profound. And um, side editorial comment from Marty Wolf, not from uh, not from David Bach or from John David Mann. You can start anytime. And uh, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't you agree? Now, listen, there's three secrets uh, to financial freedom in here. Uh, I'm not going to mention the two, but it has to do with finances and stuff like that. You got to read the book, and again, the book is the latte factor. But talk to me more about this: uh, the third secret, live rich now. Talk to me more about that. Yeah. So one of the challenges, from a writer's first, from a writer's perspective, one of the challenges of the book uh, is was to absorb everything David teaches. Uh, and, and to call out of that, uh, how are we going to express that in this book? Because um, David, you know, you can hear him give a talk. He may, he may have seven, seven principles or five principles or four of this or 12 of that or whatever. Yeah, he's got so much to teach. 
but it takes many, many, many forms. So the first thing is, how do you, how do you create this? How do you distill his practical wisdom down into, into the simplest possible, uh, you know, as you say, three secrets of financial freedom. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. And the third, in a way, comes first. But, mm-hmm. it, but because it's the most important. But it comes last in the book and it comes last in the sequence because Zoe's not really ready for it, uh, frankly speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Zoe goes through this journey in the story, which is, I think, a journey a lot of us go through. The, the financial wisdom in the book, it, there's nothing that's all that, ra- maybe there are a few radical things in it, like he thinks budgets are ridiculous. Um, right. But mostly the, 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 stuff, the things that are the real secrets are things that you've probably heard before. People, it would be, it's not, not radical or starkly shocking, but it's stuff that a lot of us have heard but never implemented. Right. We've never implemented it because it seems complicated or because we don't get around to it or because it seems onerous or intimidating or whatever it is. And the, the, the power of David's teaching, this has been true for tw- over 20 years, is that people hear him teach and they go out and they do it. He makes it doable. He makes it so practicable. Um, it's a thing that's fantastic about him. That was our goal with this book. And we had the book in copy edits at our publishers. We get together in conference calls with the publisher's office, and there'd be like five, six, seven people on the phone going, hey, listen, I got the manuscript this weekend, and my husband read it, and I read it. We sat down and <laughs> talked about it, and Monday, here's the change. And they're like putting all these things into place yeah. like that week. Yeah. We yeah. haven't even finished editing the book yet, so we're excited about that. Interesting. So you asked about this, you asked about this last law, live rich now. Here's the fundamental idea of this. I, I think that so many of us don't really create the kind of financial potential that we could in our lives that are available to, to, to virtually any of us. Uh, don't take the steps to make that real because it seems abstract. The idea of retirement seems far away to most of us. I'm already over 60, and it still seems far away to me. But when I'm in my 20s, it was like another universe, and 30s and 40s. So it seems distant, it seems far away. And also, a lot of the things that we dream about, for many of us, seem increasingly unreal and increasingly impractical and and, and untouchable. Um, So there's this sort of gap, this chasm between... Our, our financial potential and our, our ideal lives and our dream lives and our fully fulfilled lives as an abstract and the realities of today and tomorrow and next week. And the purpose of this book, the goal of this book, is to erase that gap, eliminate that chasm, mm-hmm. is to show you that there are ways that you can take the things that you really want to do with your life and you can put those in motion now. You don't have to wait you don't have to, first of all, you don't have to be an expert to stock market. You don't have to, to have 40 years of amassed savings. You don't have to hit the lottery. You don't have to have been born wealthy, or you don't have to have that incredibly high-paying job. You don't have to have the quantum leap, the big golden egg, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Where you are now, starting today in your current circumstances, current job, current income, current stress and bills and debts and all, you can start where you are. And, and begin to build that dream life this month just so that you're actually changing the quality of your life now, not in, in decades. Big, big, big lesson. My guest is yeah. John David Mann. You can find more about him at his website, johndavidmann.com. 
you will see that he's on uh, all kinds of social media. Um, uh, John, I think we can also send him to the lattefactor.com, can we not, to the book website? Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So the, the website is simply the book title, the latte Fa- with a the in it, thelattefactor.com. Yeah. The and uh, David, I see David's got a podcast up there now about the book. He reads the first three chapters on the podcast. Um, and, you know, I should say that the book is intentionally simple. It's a story, not a manual. And, you know, one of the reasons that David wanted to do it was that there are a lot of people who will read a book like The Go-Giver or The Latte Factor, they're never going to pick up a 300-page book on finance. Um, you know, there are millions of people, really. And so the goal was to make this book approachable, read it, you can read it in an evening, um, simple language to appeal to anybody. But because of that, you know, there's a lot of detail that uh, if you want to start implementing David's ideas in your own life, you'll have questions that you won't get all the, all the detailed answers in this book. It's not a thorough how-to book. That's what his other books are for, and that's also what this site is for. Um, he, he does Q's and A's, and he has, podca- he has a podcast, and he has some uh, uh, sort of financial literacy classes and all kinds of great video content. So it's, it's like the Latte Factory is also a doorway to uh, expanded material on that, on that website. Doorway. I love that. <laughs> that, that that's strong well you got my attention by telling me a story and quite frankly i don't know who does it any better than john david mann and now i'm going to pay much more attention to david bach so john david mann thank you so much for being part of the business builders show uh i am just delighted to be here marty thank you so much you ask great questions i love being here <laughs> thanks man appreciate it Thank you so much for listening to the Business Builders Show. To learn more about me and I'm Marty Wolf, go to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And, of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder, you can find all our Business Builders shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app bringing the business classroom to you it's the business builders show with marty wolf 